The defection of Prince Harry from the British royal family has shocked the world. Learn why the monarchy has struggled in recent years and what God is doing to fix this urgent problem. Next on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Greetings, everyone. Prince Harry and uh, his wife of the British royal family has uh, just been giving the world some very bad news and the royal family some bad news and and certainly it has shocked a lot of people and and quite a it was quite a blow to the uh, royal family which has already had a series of uh, problems to deal with so what is happening there and what does it mean and why is it just getting worse and worse as we have said it would for some time did you know, if you understand what we've been talking about for years, uh, you would probably say yes to this, but did you know that this problem and the trouble that they're having now is all prophesied in your Bible? That God said these things would be unraveling and that kind of uh, situation would develop. And it's all also related to the best possible news you could ever hear. Of news that is going to fill this earth with joy and happiness that it has never known before. And that's something to look forward to, and uh, I hope we all will do that. The uh, Telegraph newspaper reported, uh, I guess, that Prince Harry wants a lot of his property and uh, certain access and all that, apparently without any responsibility. And uh, the uh, newspaper reported that he and his wife could go public with damaging accusations according to what the uh, royal family fears. Not that they would be true, but they just fear that it could damage the royal family, as so many other things have, just one after another after another. Now, there, that is, this couple, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, uh, is getting advice from uh, former President Barack Obama and his wife, Michelle. And I think if you uh, consider what President Obama has said publicly in the past, uh, well, he's made it public that it, when he first came into the presidency, that he immediately sent back a bust of Winston Churchill, the greatest uh, Britain in this modern times, at least. And uh, also, he's been uh, openly, publicly, uh, expressing contempt for the British Empire throughout the years. So I don't know that he's going to be giving them the best advice uh, about the royal family or their situation they're in, but anyhow, that's the route that they're going. I want to quote here from our article that we wrote on this, A Civil War in the Royal Family, and here's what we wrote. Several months ago, a reporter asked Megan in a TV interview how she was doing, and she said it has been a struggle, but she also told the reporter, thanks for asking, as not many people have. The public accusation that the royal family doesn't really care about her shocked many. Friends and aides of the Sussexes have accused the royal family of having it in for them from the start, but the evidence is hard to see. People had bent over backwards for them, said one palace aide. They were given the wedding they wanted, the house they wanted, the office they wanted, the staff they wanted, and had the backing of the family. What more did they want? 
And that's what an aide said about the entire situation. But uh, a lot of uh, Prince Harry's colleagues in the Army are really angry with him, the way he has spoken very badly toward the royal family, which uh, they do not share that sentiment at all. But look at all the problems that Britain has now, and they're trying to solve the Brexit problem and, uh, and other, other problems keep, keep developing. Prince Andrew had the problem with uh, Jeff Epstein, and that's been uh, in, in the news for quite a long time and certainly has uh, caused the royal family a lot of problems, serious problems. But what is going on? Why is everything so negative toward the royal family? There is a reason why. And I can tell you very specifically in a moment, I'll show you that. If you look at 2 Samuel 7, verses 12 and 13, I won't read that, but God says there, I will establish the throne of His kingdom forever. Now, the British people have had the, the throne of David for many years. And now, just three years ago, they, they no longer have it. God has, has a new stone and a new throne, and that's all explained in our booklet on the new throne of David. But why would God remove that throne from where it was? Everything revolves around that throne today and in the world tomorrow, and even in the, uh, all eternity and out into the universe. Of course, it's all under the uh, rule of God the Father, but Jesus Christ is going to be directly doing all this, and He's going to be assisted by those people who come out, the first fruits, and, and proclaim God's message to the world before the Second Coming. If you look at 2 Samuel 23 and verse 1 and 5, it says that this God has made this an everlasting covenant. What is so important about David's throne? Well, it's really God's throne, Jesus Christ's throne, that His Father gave to Him, and it is a throne on this earth. And Jesus Christ is going to return and sit on that throne. And the throne is on this earth. Where is it? It's where Jesus Christ is going to sit and where, from where He's going to rule as soon as He gets back to this earth. Now, that is significant news from your Bible. It's prophecy, and it's going to happen. If you uh, look at the British royal family, there's never been anything like it in this world. But look at what it says in Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. Where is this throne? And surely, if this next scripture, two, two verses, is true, surely it has to be the most important thing on this earth as far as a physical thing. Notice what it says in Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government, that's Christ, and peace, there shall be no end, well, it's Christ and the Father, 
the Prince of Peace, of the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David. No end upon the throne of David. Can you fathom what this all means? No end to it. And upon His kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The seal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. See, this is government and peace that's going to bring all of humanity in subjection to the throne of David, and they're all going to become Israel, spiritual Israel. David's throne is going to unite this world. Look at the division in this world. It's just spreading like a plague. And yet, we, what, are we, what are we going to do? Well, God gives us hope. This throne is going to unify the world and bring it the happiness and joy that it, that it wants. That is absolute, and it's going to happen. It's going to bring that same peace out into the universe. God the Father and Jesus Christ are going to see to it that that does happen. But that, that very throne that Queen Elizabeth sat on until January 2017 was the very throne of David, the throne that Christ is going to sit on. But He created a new throne, a new stone and a new throne, and that's all explained in detail in the book that I just mentioned. I'll tell you something. In 1996, the royal family, and I'll just read to you what I wrote then, and how, how could I know this is bad news? Well, listen to what I wrote. God is not happy with those who have been sitting on David's throne. In 1996, England returned the stone of scone, then the symbol of the throne of David and Jesus Christ, our rock, to Scotland. England was willing to give it up. In the trumpet at that time, I wrote, I believe this stone is the most precious physical thing on this earth. I also believe that Queen Elizabeth just made the worst decision of her life, and the British government has made the biggest mistake in its history. England's actions have scorned the omnipotent living God, and there's going to be a terrifying penalty unless they repent. Look, that stone at that time symbolized Jesus Christ, the rock, our spiritual rock, physical rock, if we need one. He's all those things, whatever He wants to be. And how can you send that away from where the ruler is and, and uh, not believe that Jesus Christ would be very, very upset about that? After all, He made a covenant with David that this throne would exist from the time of David all the way down to the Second Coming and then throughout eternity. So, where is that throne? We must know where that throne is, and why don't we hear more discussion about it? If people understand all these significant prophecies. Now, again, when I wrote this, they still had the throne, and it still was David's throne. But let me read to you from Jeremiah 22 and verse 1. Thus says the Eternal God, Go down to the house of the king of Judah, and speak there the word, and say, Hear the word of the Eternal, O king, and you that sit upon the throne of David. Verses 1 and 2, 
And uh, then on down in uh, verses 3 and 4, it talks about uh, execute the judgment and righteousness uh, on that throne. And then shall there enter in by the gates of this house of David, king sitting upon the throne of David. You see, now that's the house of David, and it has the throne of David. And kings have sat upon that throne, descendants of David, from the time of David all the way down to the Second Coming. And that Second Coming is almost here. And we'll, we'll see that in uh, a little less than a decade. You, you wait and see. But let me tell you why God is so upset with what's happening with the royal family of Britain. Let me read this to you. I'll just read part of this from uh, verses 7 through 9, where it says, Wherefore has the Eternal done thus unto this great city? Then they shall answer, Because they have forsaken the covenant of the Eternal, their God, and worshiped other gods, and served them. Now, they, they have forsaken the covenant of the Eternal. That, this is talking about the whole nation of Britain. And it also uh, touches very deeply into the, the nation of America and uh, the Jews in the Middle East. But listen, these people in Britain never had, a, had the New Covenant because they're, they're just a physical nation today. And, and God isn't working with that nation, but He is working with people inside that nation, a little flock, to get this message out before Jesus Christ returns. But this covenant that God is talking about is the covenant He made with David. He made this covenant with David, and, and Britain has had the honor to have a queen sit on that throne for oh so many years, above sixty years already. And yet he says they have forsaken the covenant. They have forsaken that covenant and the understanding about the, the uh, covenant that God made with David, and they ought to be looking to that and having the kind of righteousness that David had, and looking to his life and looking to the Bible for guidance and direction. But are they doing that? Well, listen. Uh, Every king that sat on that throne, and our queen that has sat on that throne from the time of David to this present time, is a descendant of David, every one of them. And it doesn't matter which nation the, the people are, where they are, that if, if that throne is there, there will be a descendant of David sitting on that throne, and that's a promise from God, and He's fulfilled it throughout history, and yet people still don't understand it in most cases. But it's, it's fundamental to the Bible's uh, prophecies and what's going to happen in the, in the future. The Queen of England was actually uh, coronated in 1953, I believe was the year, and yet now there, there is bad news for them, but still the good news is there. Where is the new throne and the new stone? Well, we, our booklet will show you that and prove it to you. I mean, prove it so you know. You don't have to guess. This is something you should be able to stake your life on. A lot of great men of the Bible have. 
God gave that new revelation about the stone on January 16, 2017. The royal family of Britain was displaced as the royal family of David's throne. It was also an indication that we are going to see a rapid decline in Britain's royal family. This is an attack on David's throne. I wrote that in the Royal Vision, July-August 2017. And I said, you're going to see a rapid decline in the royal family. Because of what God says, I'm able to say that and look, look at what's happening to Britain, the British royal family. Look at what's happening to them. The Queen now, I believe now, is 94 years old now, and, and her husband has stepped down because of his health, and so they're having struggles with their age at this time. Newsweek published a feature article about Prince Harry in which he said that when the, his grandmother dies, nobody wants to assume the throne. Is there anyone of the royal family who wants to be the king or queen? I don't think so, but we will carry out our duties at the right time. Well, now he's decided not to carry out those duties and uh, is saying thing, things about the royal family that I don't believe they would share his views on, uh, on that. Another quote, Harry's determination to be ordinary seems reflected in his love life. The article says, His girlfriend, Meghan Markle, might be a well-known actress, but she is also a divorcee and a vocal feminist and American, none of which conforms to the stereotype of a royal consort. The younger royals are just too interested in the cringe-inducing world of celebrity and in the popularization of their own image, wrote The Spectator. We are told that they are reinventing the concept of the monarchy for the digital age. And then they conclude that, talking about some more of what they were doing, and concluded this way, was this the moment when it all started to go wrong? That They're saying history may very well look at it that way, where it all began to go wrong. The people in, in Britain and other places can see that something is wrong. Something is going wrong with the royal family. What is it? Well, God tells us. They have forsaken the covenant that God made with David, that which they were the heart of for so many years, having a queen to sit on that throne for so long. And certainly she has done a, a good job in many ways, but still, Letting that stone go back to Scotland was, uh, I think, just uh, showing a, uh, a degeneration in their faith. But notice Luke 1 and verse 30, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. This is a family throne. And the eternal God, or the Lord God, shall give unto him the throne of his father David, which is on this earth. And when he returns, he's not going to return to a, a, a non-extant throne. He isn't going to. Verse 33, And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Is that something to get excited about? That, that is just wonderful news. That's the greatest news we could have. And the Father gave that throne to His Son. It is a God family throne. The family, the physical family, is a God plane relationship. Marriage is a God plane relationship, a type 
of Jesus Christ marrying the church. Family is everything. That is the, the good news of the coming family of God. That's the gospel. It could be family or our kingdom. It's either one, but it is a family. The Son of the Highest, and He's going to rule on that throne forever. If you look at Jeremiah 30, I'll just paraphrase some of this. God told Jeremiah to write this in a book because it's for the end time. You can see in verse 24, it talks about, In the latter days you shall consider it. Consider it would be better translated. Understand it thoroughly. In the last days, the days we're living in now, you're going to understand it thoroughly. And if you read this material that we'll, we'll send you, I'm telling you, you will see that God has revealed this so we understand it thoroughly. And it's the best possible news you could hear, the best possible news this world could hear. But there's going to be some suffering that precedes it if we don't wake up and repent of our sins. We're all uh, in that, that category except a little flock of God's people. That, who are sinners too, but they're fighting and overcoming their sins. And that's, that's where we all need to be. Then he talks about the terrible trouble that Jacob's going to have, unparalleled trouble, if they don't see what's going on. And then it, it goes on to talk about uh, this is all going to come to pass, and right on the heels of that, David is going to be resurrected, verses 8 and 9. The, David himself is going to be resurrected. And a lot of other the first fruits are going to be resurrected as well, those who have been called out before the second coming and did God's work. But there are seven church eras that are prophesied to come on the scene, and Christ's own words tells us about that. He prophesied that, revealed to the Apostle John. That is discussed in our booklet on the true history of the true church, but it, it is the fourth era, right in the dark ages, a terrible time on this earth. And, and I want to show you what God said to these people. He said, Write to the people in Thyatira, Revelation 2, 18 and 19, These things says the Son of God, who has eyes like unto a flame of fire, and His feet are like the fine brass. This is harkening back to Revelation 1, where it talks about what God looks like. And, and Christ keeps reminding us of this. He has eyes that are likened to a flame of fire. And He goes on to say, I know your works, praising them for that. But then He says in verse 23, All the churches shall know that I am He which searches the reins and hearts. And they're going to know that. Everybody's going to know that. And then in the 12th century, the walled engines just flourished in certain parts of this earth getting God's message out to the world, and they believed in the Bible literally. People say, well, you shouldn't do that today. Yes, you should. You must believe every word that, that is proclaimed from the mouth of God. Matthew 4 and verse 4, and Deuteronomy 8, verses 1 and 2. But notice this. They've got a sin there with a great false church, and he says, Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds, and I will cause her death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts, and I will give to everyone according to their works. 
It goes on to talk about the very depths of Satan, the very depths of Satan. You see, we've got to realize what Satan has done and how he has deceived this world about David's throne. They hardly know anything about it, and everything revolves around it, everything, and especially in the world tomorrow. So we need this wonderful news, and we need it right now. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. The defection of Prince Harry from the British royal family has shocked the world. Learn why the monarchy has struggled in recent years and what God is doing to fix this urgent problem. God promised King David that his kingly line would endure all the way until the return of Jesus Christ to earth. Our Savior will rule from David's throne, but God has gotten creative in his preservation of David's kingly line. Request Gerald Flurry's free book, The New Throne of David, for proof that God is now employing a stunningly unique strategy to fulfill his promise. Also request Gerald Flurry's free book, The True History of God's True Church, to understand the role of the church in transitioning David's throne to Jesus Christ. To truly appreciate the heightened responsibilities and elevated standard of God's church today, you must study the six church eras and two millennia of church history that led up to this point. You will also receive our two free reprint articles, Civil War in the Royal Family and The Fall of the British Royal Family. God's plan for David's throne is so inspiring beyond the ability of human comprehension to grasp. Yet the collapse of the British monarchy is terribly discouraging. You need to know what happened and how to avoid their devastating mistakes. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request The New Throne of David, The True History of God's True Church, and two reprint articles about the decline of the British royal family. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. Request The New Throne of David, The True History of God's True Church, and two reprint articles about the decline of the British royal family. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. If you would prefer to write, send your request to The Key of David, P.O. Box 3700, Edmond, Oklahoma 73083. If you would prefer to write, send your request to The Key of David, P.O. Box 3700, Edmond, Oklahoma 73083. The preceding program was a paid presentation of The Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.